Welcome to Silagong Valley. I'm Jess Beliveau, and you're listening to the first episode of the Silagong Podcast. Who am I? An avid member of Silagong. Uh, I help run a few community programs, Code the Gong and InfraCoders, while I work remotely for Aptio. So what is this? Hopefully, it's the first in a series of Silagong-focused podcasts. And how fitting, but to start from, well, the start. In this episode, we're going to cover the Silagong origin story. We're going to learn about why the community exists, who we're serving, and where we're aiming to go with it. I'm lucky to be joined by three of the Silagong masterminds. So join me as I pick their brains on all things Silagong. Let's get started with some introductions. Dave. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So why don't you introduce yourself? G'day, yeah, I'm Dave. Um, I am the co-founder of Easy Agile. And uh, yeah, I've been here in the gong for nigh on two and a half years now. Have you only been in Wollongong for two and a half years? I've been in Wollongong for two and a half years, yeah. Okay. How long has Silagong been going for? About two and, two and a half, half years. years. There you go. <laughs> Founding member. Yeah, so um, since we're talking about me, I can talk about where I've come from. And I guess uh, prior to being in Wollongong, I um, was a Sydney boy. I always lived in Sydney my entire life. I grew up on the Northern Beaches. Um, <clears throat> before I was lucky enough to land a job at Atlassian. And it was from there that I went and worked in San Francisco for three years, had my first daughter and then um, promptly moved back home. And upon landing in Sydney and realising that the traffic problem didn't magically solve my, itself when I was away, um, and it actually became quite a lot worse, that I approached my now co-founder Nick Muldoon and we discussed topics for making a business together. And it was there that Nick described to me a place called Wollongong, south of Sydney, which is just far enough away to not have the problems that Sydney does. And it was then that we came down and, um, and started Easy Agile here. Cool. It's great. Yeah. So that's me. And it's a perfect segue into Nick Muldoon. Yeah. So uh, I'm a, a husband, father of two. Um, I'm Siligong Valley native now for nearly three years. Uh, my wife and I came down here, spent two nights here and decided after two nights in Wollongong with our daughter at the time, we'd move here from San Francisco. Uh, did the move, uh, rented for three months, bought a house. We just jumped all in pretty quick, smart, and we've fallen in love with the place. And so it's great that obviously, um, you know, built this community, uh, Siligong Valley, uh, to meet other people that are interested in technology, business, entrepreneurship, design, marketing, whatever it happens to be. And it was about three years ago that I actually, I met Nathan Harper um, of Beer Mogul Games. And which brings us perfectly into Nathan. Segway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm Nathan from Beer Mogul. Uh, we make games for iOS and Android and podcasts and all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm actually a Wollongong native, born and bred, uh, but have spent a fair bit of time in other parts of the world, uh, including Melbourne and um, most of the east coast of the US, and uh, came back a few years ago and decided it might be cool to get out of corporate life and actually do something more creative and more interesting, and that was when I founded Beer Mogul. Cool. And then you've all sort of come together under the Silagong banner, and it brings us together tonight. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping 
together we can we can delve into Silagong a bit deeper and paint a, a bit of a brighter picture for for those listening at home. Um, describe what the community is about and and start to get a bit more exposure for Silagong um, and maybe attract some more people to to the banner. So let's let's start from the very beginning. Let's let's talk about the inception of Silagong Valley. The, the first question I think that, that always comes to mind with something like Silagong Valley is going to be the name. So do, do you want to talk a bit to that, Dave, about, about where this name came from? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> like all good names, um, it starts with my wife, who is uh, by default a marketing guru. She's um, worked for a, a, a bunch of large companies doing marketing. And um, yeah, it, it, I don't know how it came to be. I can't actually remember it. I really can't. But the fact is, it's a play on words from Silicon Valley. Uh, maybe we'll oh, really? that episode. I never got that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a linking um, value as well. You guys all talk about experience in the US and then sort of bringing this this ideolo- ideology back to Wollongong. That's right. Yeah, and I think I'll let Nick talk on that a little later. But first, the name is just pretty much that. It's a play on words. Um, and we wanted to bring, well, I'll let Nick talk about that, but we wanted to bring that made up mentality and that ability to get people together that we'd really gelled with in the US. So Silicon, like I remember having a really great conversation with Nick and, and Nathan <clears throat> huddle up at iAccelerate and we were talking about Silicon and we we're going to make it proper and we we're going to do some meetups and stuff because I'd gone and got this name. That's all we had really at the time. And we'd, the domain name. D- domain name. <laughs> I'd actually registered it. That's Silicon Valley. That's what you do first and with anything. You buy a domain That's name. right. You get, you get .com, that's great, right? You know you're on something. <laughs> and, and I remember we were having this deep conversation about whether we drop the valley. And I was mm. like, yeah, we can do that. And I think we will. Right. Implicitly, we will do that. It will be called colloquially Silly Gong. And as you've just referred to it multiple times in one row, you don't say the valley. Yep. And that's Australia. That's what you do. You drop as many syllables as possible from any <laughs> word, practical. Um, but you needed that valley there to be able to make the pun work. You can't just go silly going, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, is it some kind of comedy act? Is it like, you know, something ridiculous? No, it's not silly like that. It's actually silicon and it's, um, and they're taking that play on words and we want to bring that to this as well. So that's got that tech bent. It's actually not a meetup about anything. It's about primarily tech. That's interesting, you know, like you, you don't, when you're in San Francisco, when we're living in San Francisco, you don't say, oh, I'm just going to pop down to Silicon Valley. You know, you're like, oh, I'm going to go down to the valley or I'm going to go down to South Bay or whatever it is. Like people refer to it as the valley. So mm. it's the colloquialism of, you know, it, it always gets shortened. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I think that shows the name works. And I, I think it works on two, a, a sort of secondary value as well as whenever I talk about Silicon Valley to someone outside the area or or on an international level, it always draws interest because everyone knows Silicon Valley, but Silicon Valley, it's just, it's, oh, did I mishear what you said? And it's like, no, no, this is a thing. This is what we're doing. Like, and I think that always gets a bit of interest as well. So I think the name works really well. So yeah, I just want to pass to Nick to describe like what it was that we were trying to bring home. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose we were trying to bring one of the nice aspects that we experienced in, in San Francisco um, I guess back in 2012 when I moved over there, um, I moved into a different role and I, was, uh, I went from product management into product marketing and I was thrown in the deep end. I didn't have a lot of um, people that I could draw off that, that had 
brought together agile software development practices with marketing and traditional marketing practices. And so I founded this community with Austin Wown uh, called San Francisco Agile Marketing. And we started hosting these meetups there. And we got to the point that the meetup group had about uh, 2,500 members by the time I turned around and, and came back to Australia. And we were hosting meetups on a pretty regular basis at Zendesk. Um, and we had the sponsorship of um, three different venture capital firms. And, uh, and I guess what I took from that was there was this opportunity to learn from one another. You know, you're helping the community and facilitating learning. And people didn't come into that event going, oh, I want to learn about X. They just came in saying, I want to learn something new. So present me something new. And, and I guess that's what we really wanted to kick off with the meetups uh, down here was to say, okay, well, what are some interesting things that we'd like to learn about that we want to, you know, pick the brains of other people down here and learn from them and let's just get them up on uh, in front of an audience and, and we can all learn together. And so that was a really the, the, the impetus for getting the, the Siligong Valley and the meetup started. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I kind of think there was this third kind of ulterior motive as well, which was also about being able to connect with people who live in the gong but don't work in the gong, who may be interested in opportunities to work mm, in the gong yeah, either true. now or in the future. And so, um, you know, we're all growing these businesses in Wollongong and we're looking for people to hire and sometimes that's really hard. Um, and then we, we, I remember having a conversation with Nick where Nick's like, what about all those guys on the train every day? How do we get the guys on the train? And um, I, I think this is a really good answer to that problem. So it gives an opportunity to uh, network with people who aren't necessarily working in the gong today but would love to work in the gong, and we can kind of uh, get in touch with those people as well. Yeah, I've definitely found it's, it's a really broad group of people coming together. And, I mean, you still do get people that are commuting to Sydney, but they want to be a part of the community here. Mm. And it, it could be an opportunity for them in the future to change that, to get rid of that commute. And, and oh, be we able hope so, to right? have something. Yeah, that, that's... You know, the, the numbers that the Wollongong City Council cites is 20,000 people commute to Sydney every day. It's insane, right? Like, can you, I mean, I, I just can't even fathom commuting every day. Dave and I went up to Sydney last Monday and it was 90 minutes up, 90 minutes back. And it was a short day for us anyway, but it's still, even being a short day, just going up for one meeting over lunch, it's still a long day. And to start to be in the office by 8.39 a.m. and not leave till 5, like, my goodness, if we can give those people an opportunity down here in Wollongong and they've got a 10, 15-minute commute maybe, that'd be phenomenal, yeah, right? Huge quality of life. We need to yeah. rebrand Sydney as Mordor. One does not simply <laughs> walk into Mordor. <laughs> so I think we... we there's, there's something we definitely have to address around Silagong, and um, it's the logo. So I think we need to describe the logo first. Um, there might be people listening that haven't actually seen it. Does anyone have... Oh, my gosh, I'm not wearing my Silagong T-shirt today. Memory. I can see one on it. So, a, Nathan, you, I know you've been influential in the logo, so why don't you take us through the, the Silagong Valley logo and its, its sort of starting point. I think um, so. The I think maybe the three of us sat down with um, uh, an artist who was working for me at the time, Louise, and we talked about you know same sorts of things like what what's what's the goal of this thing? What do we want it to represent? We thought about the kind of the wanted some representation of the water and the beach and the mountains and the sky. And so in the background, um, we've ended up with these kind of um, 
spectrums and it starts with water down the bottom and we've got the sand which is kind of yellow we've got some trees in the mountains which are green and then we've got the blue sky above that and so that kind of formed the background and then we wanted something kind of iconic that could be attached to this thing and we thought about what's iconic about Wollongong and we we threw it around a whole pile of different stuff and we looked heart at attack corner <laughs> cholesterol <laughs> corner cholesterol <laughs> corner excuse me Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island sorry um, sorry um, and like the lighthouse and things like that and we thought oh, it's all been done before and then uh, we also wanted to kind of connect with uh, UAW as well because we know that a lot of students would be interested in this community and we kind of really like that uh, that kind of duck thing that um, happens with UAW and they've got the statue near the pond in the middle of their campus. They've got this amazing flowing campus with lots of water on it and they have a lot of ducks. And so we said, let's make it a duck. So it's got this uh, kind of silhouette of a, of a beautiful duck that is uh, almost like a, uh, like a rubber ducky style duck rather than realistic. So we've ended up with this iconic kind of duck and then and then this uh this background as well i i feel it plays really well into the name as well it's it's, it's a bit again silly. it's something yeah it's a bit silly <laughs> and um when people see it it's sort of it, it starts a conversation as well you have a sticker of that on your laptop and people you know it grabs their attention it's something different it's not the twitter bird it's not the facebook logo it's not the github octacat it's you know it's our own personal brand it's it's the Silagong valley logo yeah and i've actually been stopped a couple of times walking around wollongong with just the logo on the shirt not even though i haven't even got the one with the words underneath it and a couple of people have stopped me and asked me about it which is quite and i've never been asked about a t-shirt before <laughs> i think we should mention as well if if people are listening and interested in Silagong uh merch i guess we're selling merch now um <laughs> nathan's put the designs on redbubble.com red and yeah. search Silagong. Yeah, and uh, I'm led to believe he's not making any profit off these purchases. Nope. <laughs> Only Redbubble are making profit. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there's stickers, uh, mugs, laptop cases, t-shirts, everything. Yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. That's awesome. That's all right. Yeah, we took some photos, like rocking those uh, Silicon Valley t-shirts uh, in Barcelona. In Barcelona. Excellent. In Germany earlier in the year. So yeah. There is actually one fourth reason for creating Siligong, which has already been touched on and it's been utilised a lot by Acelo and Eamon, mm. which is that it's a great place to meet people who want to work in Wollongong. And I know this is people who we want to attract from Sydney, but there are people who are here already um, and and that is a great reason. And one of the, like, from Easy Agile's perspective is that, yeah, it's a great place to reach out to potential hires. Are you saying it's a cheap way to recruit, Dave? No, it's an effective way to recruit. <laughs> it's a targeted audience, right? You've got a targeted audience of people that are interested in tech and business. And, you know, yeah, I think it's... I mean, Eamon was sharing... You, you'll get him on in a, in, a, you know, in a week or two's time. But, yeah, he was sharing his success with, with hiring off the, the Silicon Valley jobs. That was really in, inspiring for me as well. I think it's a it's a... I think for UOW as well, you, you tend to get people that graduate and then the, the sort of the normal progression is, okay, I've graduated at UOW, I'm going to start looking for a job in, in Sydney now. Mm -hmm. And because you don't know what's here. Um, I know when I first came to Wollongong, the options were, you know, 
I work at the steelworks for Blue Scope or a couple of other big tech companies. I didn't know there were these smaller companies here that I could have worked for. So I definitely did the commute for a couple of years. And I wish I'd known that there was this ecosystem here that I know now. So let's let's talk a bit about what is Silicon Valley. We've we've covered the inception a bit. We know about this fantastic logo. The name is great, but but what are we talking about? What what is Silicon Valley? Nathan, what have you got? So uh, I guess where the rubber really hits the road with Silicon is these uh, these tech talks that we run, and so the idea is that they are periodic, probably less periodic recently than they, than they have been in the past, but we're working on fixing that. And the idea is that um, it's it's a meetup where you can come along and talk about a variety of things. And they get themed differently during the year, but um, primarily they're uh, tech talks. And the idea is that you might get two or three speakers at those events. Sometimes there'll be, there'll be vendors involved in that. Sometimes uh, it's just people from the community. In fact, primarily it's people from the community. And... Um, we're getting reasonable turnout to those. We're, we're getting a good 40, 50 people along. Uh, we get the, the beer and the pizza sponsored as well. So all of that is kind of taken care of. We then have kind of branched that off into a series of other types of meetups. So we're experimenting with, with a few different types. I know there's like a, uh, like a Monday night. Uh, bar sort of one monday night social yeah Yeah. we've run like a you know more kind of business chat coffee sort of ones there's a marketing one james moore kicked off so yeah there's there's a few different offshoots out of the out of the silicon valley it's not purely the tech talks i I mean i feel infracoders as well is a part of the silicon brand Mm -hmm. um and as i think it's instrumental in like you guys have supported that as well um I wanted to talk actually because for 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 me, my exposure, how I was introduced to Silicon Valley was one of these tech talks that Nathan's describing. And I sort of, I thought I'd paint the picture for, for if someone hasn't attended a Silicon event, uh, what it was like for me. So I had never actually heard of Accelo in Wollongong before and I've lived in Wollongong for 12 years now. I, I was a Sydney boy as well and came down. And I saw there was this tech talk lined up and I think uh, one of the Easy Agile guys was talking. Jared was yeah, was Jared doing a talk. was talking. Yeah. yeah, and I I wish I could remember where I found it. I think it was on Meetup.com. It just came up, mm-hmm. and I thought this is this is right up my alley. I'm gonna go check this out and just take a risk. You know, put myself out there, and it just blew my mind when I got there because first of all, the there was a huge group of people that night. I think there was easily forty people, like mm-hmm. you said, all approachable. Um, from from varying areas, they weren't all just Excello people. It was clear there were a lot of Excello people there because they just finished work. But you know, it was just it was like I'd found almost my people in Wollongong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Excello experience as well. It was it was like there's this company that is a is a is a booming tech company right in the heart of Wollongong that I didn't know existed that I could have been working at for five years. Um, and how do I tap in and become a part of this community so I don't miss an opportunity? So if, if you're listening and have not attended a Silicon event, I think it's, it's, it's something that I would promote hugely. Even if you're not in the tech, you know, I'm, I'm an infrastructure engineer, but I think you can find, if you're a project manager or in marketing, you'll definitely find a niche um, within Silicon. 
to suit you. Yeah, and so the idea is that we theme those as well. So sometimes they'll be much more kind of business or, or general oriented. Sometimes they'll be uh, UI, UX oriented, and other times they'll be more technical, more hardcore. And we've got one which is, uh, I think it's actually been our most popular to date. Uh, I already know which one you're going to mention. <laughs> and so the idea is this is a completely closed door session. We don't record it. We don't uh, broadcast it live like we do with all of our others. Uh, and it's basically a chance for you to air, air your F-ups that you've had in the past. And so um, last time we ran it, I think we had like three or four people get up and talk about failed projects or um expensive uh, projects yeah overrun expensive projects, projects. <laughs> it was um, fantastic just things that have gone horribly wrong for for either no apparent reason or for very clear reasons and um we found that that went really well and the the whole thing is that you're in a you're in a room of friends at the time and you can you can say anything knowing that nobody's going to take this and uh, and reuse it in the outside world. Or tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also one of those things that we, I guess we're trying to introduce from, the, from that US tech culture where failure is actually okay. In fact, it's pretty cool. And your failure is actually what you build your success on later. So it's, 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 it's okay to be very open about that. And I think it's important you could have someone there that might be going down that same path but not be able to see it and then realize, wow, this sounds just like what I'm going through and, and, and yeah. learn from that. There's so much learning in this community. We, you know, we had a, another founder through the office this afternoon and they came in to spend 45 minutes talking about how they can, they, they've selected a tool for their business and, and we just shared with them how we use that tool uh, and, and, and how we use it in our business, and they've gone and taken that away. That's great. Like, that's just a community thing. that we, It was an introduction via someone else in the community. They've come in, spent 45 minutes. Like, what are we trying to do via Siligong Valley? We're trying to help the whole community accelerate and, and get better and, and, and grow and build and be more effective, like all of these businesses. It's cooperation, right? Like, it's, that's really what it is. It's cooperation. Yeah, and in a similar vein, we've had situations where, um, uh, you know, people are looking for ways just to kind of get started. So they've got a good idea and they're not quite sure how to how to get moving. You know, they're, they're non-technical and they need to find a technical person to work with. And we've been able to hook people up in those mm, sorts of circumstances yeah. um, and also point them towards funding sources. So a lot of times... Um, for example, the New South Wales government has a range of small business grants that actually work really well and don't have a huge uh, bar to clear in order to, to get access to um, not a large amount of cash but a small amount of cash to, and more than enough to kind of get you started on a, on a basic idea. And the idea is that through a couple of conversations and introductions that you can, you can move forward with that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. I, I'd written down initially that we'd talk about the, the sort of groups that we that we see Siligong serving, but I think it's it's less of what groups we or or the community sees it serving, but it's whoever wants to find it and feels that it would serve that requirement. Like it, it shouldn't be restricted to a specific group or a or a subset of people. If, if oh, you look at the offshoots, right? Like we, you know, we what have we done? We've we've registered a domain name, got a meetup.com, have a Slack channel. Everything else has been 
put together and pulled together by the community, like this podcast included, right? Um, it's it's fantastic to see the community working together to to improve their own lot. That's that's the desired outcome, right? That's awesome. Yeah, I I want to talk actually about the Slack channel because I feel that is sort of the backbone of Silicon at the moment. That's that's pretty much where everyone is, and it's how we all connect. Yeah. Who started the Slack channel? It wasn't a Slack channel. Who it started wasn't. the IRC That's channel? Right. That's right. No, it was a HipChat channel. HipChat. Oh, we don't talk about HipChat. <laughs> HipChat doesn't exist no. anymore. It's gone. No, it was a HipChat's channel to start with. Um, and then, yeah, we... Due to popular demand, we switched Ooh, across to like Slack. Yeah, like two out of three, we yeah, HipChat. And then we... Um, yeah, no, due to popular demand, we moved across to HipChat, to Slack, sorry, I should say. And... Uh, so it would have happened know, sooner or later. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know if that's exactly. anything to do with the uptake. I, I think a lot of people found it challenging, and Nick and I included. Be like, we don't want to have multiple clients on our phone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the good things about the Slack chat that we've seen, you know, we mentioned earlier that there's about twenty thousand people a day, according to Wollongong City Council and Advance Wollongong, uh, about twenty thousand people a day that commute to Sydney. And I think what we see is we see that there's more activity in the morning and in the late afternoon. Like people aren't doing this throughout commuter the day. Traffic. People are, it's mm-hmm. commuter traffic. You know, I'm, I'm searching my Twitter. Here's something from Twitter that I want you to check out. Uh, and, and that's what's being shared at the beginning and the end of the day. Yeah, that's a good point. So if, if you're listening and you're not aware of the, the Slack channel, head to siligong.com and on the homepage you'll find a, a, an invitation box, I think it is, to, uh-huh. to basically get a link and, and join us on the, on the Slack channel. And uh, there's nearly 350 people on that channel today. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, I've I've found friends through that channel outside of tech as well. So I think it's it's just it's like-minded people um, and a and a great place to share your thoughts, work-related or not work-related. Um, so I thought it would be fun for us while we're talking about the Slack channel to actually let's let's see what these guys are doing in Slack. So I thought I I, I put them on the spot and I've asked them each to. Uh, to mention maybe three of the Slack channels that they're a member of um, that people might not know about that are already on there and, and we'll just we'll get a feel for what's on the Siligong Slack. So Dave, hit us yep. with your channel recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. Like, number one, hash random. Like, I love that. Like, this morning I posted a photo of a, like a picture of a dog like spinning around in circles like as it's going <laughs> to get fed. Like, I, I, I couldn't help but laugh this morning. It was just so good. Um, honestly, but after that, like I, I love jumping into 3D printers. Is it 3D printing? 3D printing, 3D printing. Yeah. 3D yeah. printing. where you'll find the entire Me 3D staff <laughs> available right. on your beck and call. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's good for support issues. And mainly for, for Matt Connolly's like larrikinism. Like, oh, yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, shout out to Matt Connolly as well. Yeah, shout out to Matt Connolly. Thanks, <laughs> mate. Thanks, Matt. You make this place worthwhile. That's yeah, I think that's that's me. I, I'm I'm a big lurker in general, and I just love welcoming new people. That's me. Okay. Um, yeah. Not, yeah. Or tech as well. Like I, I got. You say, can't hang on. You I, can't name them all. He's, he's right. going over. Right. I think I'll you're moving in on Nick's. My uh, gosh. I guess you can have a Venn diagram of our likes. <laughs> hang out in exclusive like channels. Yeah, I'll leave it there. I think uh, being a being a dad of two young kids, I think one of the more enjoyable ones for me is parents. And, uh, and and dropping in there and sharing a photo or seeing a photo from another parent that's kind of doing a head-smacking behaviour and going, can you believe this is what my kids got up to today? <laughs> and just having some empathy from other parents, right? Yeah. I, I think that's one of the most <laughs> enjoyable pieces of Siligong Valley. So uh, 
I've got an F theme today. So, uh, Formula we're, One. We're, we're trying to not get the explicit tag <laughs> on the podcast, Nathan. So choose your words wisely. Hashtag F1. Hashtag F ups. And uh, hashtag food. Like, oh. Hashtag food is one of the best channels, Eric. It's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't bitches. even know about hashtag food. <gasps> oh, dude. I feel like I haven't lived. Oh, dude. <laughs> How do you not know about hashtag food? Yeah. It's yeah. got all my travel, you know, business travel meals get posted straight to I'll there. see. Hash. Okay. Well, there you go. I, I will be joining <laughs> hash food. Um, I, I'll mention mine as well. I, I didn't even, I haven't looked actually today, but... Um, there's the Infracoders channel. Yes. Shameless plug. Yes. <laughs> um, but for me, the big ones, uh, there's there's a Pets channel, which I have also started. Really? Um, <laughs> How many members have you got? I post pets? photos of my own dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's five of us, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jobs. I think Jobs is a great one. I yeah. can't believe none of you mentioned Jobs. I got three. I, 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 was, I kept... Oh, you could have kept... Yeah, we had to cut Can you I, off. Dave, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> um, like tech... Random jobs, yeah. parent, three D printing, Actually, business. So here, the business at, one is great. Business, yeah, I'm not in business either. I should. I mean, I'm just looking at the list now. Three D mapping design is pretty cool too. UI UX, UX design is actually very active. Really? Yeah, it's very active. Small I mean, but active. AWS. AWS. Crypto. Crypto. Atlassian quite help. Big. There's quite a. I didn't even know there was a crypto. Yeah. Okay. DND. I think just tech. Like I'm in tech, and there's like. Good stuff going down in tech. There's a React channel. There's a React channel? This is... I mean, I'm going to have to spend some time. Gaming is quite big. Gaming. I jumped out of there. I was like, yeah, I think yeah, I gaming to leave too big. Gaming. I left gaming. <laughs> the, 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 the paper clips uh, discussion was yeah. much filmed. That was finished a great, me off. great game. Oh, the lawnmower game, though. You would have missed out on yeah. the lawnmower one. Oh, so good. And I mean, I think Glenn Fowler, he'll, he'll be keen for me to mention the Ergodox channel. Um, so if you have a mechanical keyboard, you should come along. Oh my gosh. That's we one should for... make a special channel just for the guys on that gigabit internet, which is like, are they waiting oh, yeah. for My Republic. My Republic. If anyone's on My Republic, start a new My Republic channel. Like... I assume they're listening to this podcast yeah, yeah. live. <laughs> That's how fast the internet is. Have you still got gig? No. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Okay. <laughs> Here's my chart. I mean, <laughs> what is your chart? This, look this like? is another one. I'm, I'm just flicking through the list. Social Gong. I didn't even know that. Oh, existed. Social Gong. This is where the Monday nights came out. Yeah. Okay. And the, and the Saturday, you know, at, at his boy Allroy and getting a burger on a Saturday night. Drinks with nerds. Drinks with nerds and going to Little Prince and all that. And yeah. And yeah. I mean, look, and, and actually out of one of the. Chaser. Yeah, I just saw that as well. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> really good storm for a while. But there's, if only there was a channel where we could talk about this. <laughs> but this is the thing, right? Like, the, we, we recognize it. The, the community down here is so diverse. People have so many different interests. And, and I guess all we want to do is support it and encourage it and help it thrive, right? So, yeah. you know, whether it's it's Easy Agile or Acelo or the crew at iAccelerate, um, you know, whoever it is, we want to, you know, host meetups. We want to host breakfasts, drinks, sponsor them, whatever it is. Like, we just want to help it thrive. I think that's, that's a really good point we should touch on, which is that, I mean, since Nick and I started Easy Agile, Yes, easy agile, but also Siligong is that we've had two kids, right? We've got two young kids um, since the start of Siligong. And you, I don't know about you, but when you have like your second child, like it's about four times, eight times harder, you know? And so the amount of meetups has dropped by like eight times since then. And so we are going to bring that back and we're going to, now that our kids are getting older and they're easier to look after, we're going to bring on some more uh, tech talks. And if and anyone wants to run a, a startup, a meetup, sorry, with a silicon yeah, twist reach out. reach out and we'll happily host yeah 
And I, I mean, this is something to mention as well uh, on the topic of parenting. I'm, I'm not a parent, but running the InfraCoders meetup, we've actually had... Makes you feel like a parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Handling you guys. <laughs> it was great that Todd brought his daughter Yeah, down. exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, Todd brought his daughter to the Easy Agile office and, and I think we as the community support that. Um, we had another meetup at iAccelerate and... Um, I think it was Paul brought his daughter along then as well. So, you know, I, I think it's also instead of having to go to a meetup in Sydney, you can potentially come to a meetup in Wollongong. If you have to bring your kid, it's it's not going to be an issue, right? And that brings up another point, which is that an easy agile office always has a spare desk for anyone who wants to work in Wollongong that day to go to a Siliong or Infocroders meetup. We have hosted many people before for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they work from here instead of going up to Sydney for yeah. the day. Commuting yeah. is not an excuse. Yeah. So we touched on this a bit earlier, and I, I want to talk a bit more about it. And it's it, 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 it comes back to the name, but the American influence. Um, and I'm, all three of you, it turns out, have done a stint in America. So I thought we could, we could talk a bit more about that and sort of what, what you guys saw in America. And obviously the tech scene there is, is just massive. And maybe what, what sort of things we'd like to replicate here and, and, and bring back. Um, so, Dave, do you want to, I mean, you, you sort of mentioned the meetups in, in San Francisco. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's a part of the, the nightlife. Every weeknight, there is literally like hundreds of meetups to go and choose from. Um, and having arrived freshly in San Francisco and, and wanting to get into this, I, I jumped at one. And it was hosted at this place called Dot Cloud, and I had no idea what Dot Cloud was, and it, I just went along and um, and I saw a demo in two thousand early two thousand thirteen of Docker, before it was actually Docker, and so Dot Cloud wrote Docker to host their VPS service, um, and and I can't remember his name, I'm sorry, but the the founder of Docker, who also happened, the founder of Dot Cloud, who. Um, wrote Docker, was there demoing it to me. And I thought that was cool. And I, thought, I, was, I took it back to Atlassian and, and posted a blog post about how, how cool Docker is. And everyone's like, yeah, crickets, you know. And now, like, it's like running all of Atlassian. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. You're to, ahead of the curve. It's not so much that. It's just that, like, you're there and, like, it's raw and people are, are showing you things which are, like, not available and, and, and are cool and they want feedback and, and they just want to talk about this technology. Um, and... And I, I was really like, I guess one of the, the main reasons I was there in the first place was because of meetups. And, and that goes all the way back to 2006 when I worked for Fairfax. Um, and there's this company across the way in Piermont putting on meetups called SIDJS. Like they were just hosting it. They weren't organizing it. It was actually community driven. And, but it, Atlassian sponsored pizza and beer. And I was like, that was just out of, blew my mind. Like the pile of pizza was so high. Like I couldn't figure it out. How could they afford to do this? You know, like there was so much beer and so much pizza. It wasn't in excess, but it was just crazy. Like they were hosting 50, 60 people in 2006, like running this this JavaScript meetup. Um, and that was the beginning of my, my love for meetups. And one of the reasons I really wanted to go to San Francisco. And, and, and yeah, when you get there, you realize how many meetups there are. Yeah. And we wanted to bring a bit of that to, to Wollongong because I think it's really beneficial to, to everybody. So yeah, Nick, Nathan, is there anything you guys want to touch on from your time in America? Or um, I think the the sheer volume of meetups in in the US is is um, is overwhelming. 
Uh, I, one of the meetups that really sticks out in my mind is when Dave and I went to Joyant to watch an, a, a demo of N- D-Trace. Mm. Uh, and it was such it was such a dense presentation for me to try and wrap my head around. And it was spending, you know, debriefing with Dave afterwards to try and get Dave to explain to me what I'd just seen in the presentation at the meetup, you know, took another 45 minutes or an hour or something. But it was great. And I I remember um, hosting at Atlassian, I remember hosting the DevOps meetups that uh, Mick Pollard and Lindsay Homewood um, were organising back in 2009-10. Still and going that's today. Still going today. And that's actually how I met Anthony McCarr, who was coming up for those meetups from Wollongong. Right. And he was working at iTree at the time, and he was coming up from Wollongong. And, of course, after the meetup, we'd all go to Lord Nelson, we'd can on, and then they would have to schlep all the way home to <laughs> Wollongong on the slow train at 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, and that was my introduction to Anthony, who was then in San Francisco, who was then in Wollongong. So it's like it's, it's come full circle, right? Yeah. It's, it's been a really interesting journey. Yeah. Uh, less interesting for me, five years ago in uh, New England in the Northeast, uh, not so many <laughs> uh, especially working in kind of old school corporate life, very kind of conservative part of the US, so extremely different to, to Silicon Valley. You could have started a, a Silicon Valley yeah. <laughs> branch or a chapter. Yeah, in Boston. <laughs> Are we incorporated Boston. yet? Is that happening? <laughs> Delaware Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's something you mentioned as well that's that's come up before, Nick, is the idea of people in Wollongong having to go to the, the meetups in Sydney and it's it's really tough to do. And I know Anthony was doing that and there were a few other guys. And I went to a DevOps Sydney meetup recently and people brought it up then when I mentioned I was from Wollongong. They were like, oh, you must know the guys that used to come up. And I'm like, uh, Wollongong's not that small. But I did know the people. Um, and I think even then they had a guy and he'd come in from Goulburn, you know, and but people still thought Wollongong was further. And I mean, they're, they're, they're par, I guess, but Goulburn, I think, is much harder. I just hop yeah, on the no train. Public transport, and, yeah. yeah. So let's talk a bit more focused about Wollongong. And I know we've, we've each been in Wollongong for varying amounts. So I thought it'd be interesting just to talk about the changes Wollongong's gone through recently. Um, and I mean, this, I come at this with a lens for the IT perspective. Um, and the technology side of things. So it'd be interesting to hear, you know, maybe from you, Nathan, about how things have changed in the last 10, 15 years and and where you see Wollongong moving towards from where it's come. Yeah, I guess... Um, so I uh, spent a fair bit of time in Melbourne, about five years, and then came back in 2005. And what I came back to was quite a different city, I think, to the one that I left. Um, so it was just when there was a lot of change starting to happen, um, a lot of reinvestment in actually making cool places in the city and um, lots of new restaurants coming and that sort of stuff. So it was really, I guess, starting to change quite a bit. And I think that was when, uh, you know, there was more tech jobs coming along. But what I found was that, so at that time, I was commuting to Sydney for a couple of days a week, or three days a week. Um, and I was keeping my eye on the local jobs market and there really still wasn't a lot around. Um, and maybe it's because I didn't know the right people, but um, generally there weren't 
a huge amount of jobs around. But I think what we're seeing now is a completely different thing again. So I started my business in 2013, um, uh, right when um, kind of I Accelerate was starting. And I guess that tapped me into a completely different community. So I got to meet a lot of people who were either starting businesses or had started them recently that I didn't normally have contact with, especially when I was on the train most days to Sydney. So um, what I saw then was lots of new ideas, lots of people, um, I guess, employing people in all sorts of new roles that didn't just didn't exist in Wollongong previously. And I guess since then it's really doubled down as well on uh, like a lot of the work that the council has done on the foreshore, a lot of the reinvestment that the New South Wales government has put into the environment as well um, means that we've got, you know, an environment that is radically different to what it was 10, 15 years ago. So it's it's interesting. You mentioned you started in 2013. If, if you look back at trying to attract talent or trying to find people to work for you back then and compared to how it works now, what would you say the biggest differences are? Uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley exists. <laughs> Silicon Valley exists. I have to get the name right, Nathan. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, you know, to be honest, that's one of the reasons uh, why I was so interested in starting it was just being able to tap into that broader network. So back then it would have been like, you know, putting a job on Seek, yeah. which is like today you wouldn't even think of doing that. Um, so I guess it's changed pretty radically since then. I think one of the things that's changed in the two and a half years I've been here is that there's a lot more small bars coming up and what's inspiring for me is that you've got you know couples that are that are starting not one but two right you know there's there's Prue and her husband down here we go to Tally Ho every morning for coffee and they own Tally Ho and Lower East Cafe there's the the baby face two smoking barrels crew um, and you know there's 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 a mobs up in Bulleye and Thoreau that are doing so there's you know cafes bars restaurant wise there's a lot of activity in the last yeah. two years and that makes it a much more livable city because you can go out like Creamies and uh, and Throsby, right? You know, they're the, just the fact that you've got this ice creamery that's got brilliant ice cream from a number of different ice creameries around New South Wales. It's it's great. So in, even the two what years... What about the Suvlaki guy that moved from Melbourne to Wollongong to start up his... Is that Super King? Super King. Oh, that no, I did not so know delicious. that. Oh. Yeah, that's why it tastes so good. It's from South Melbourne. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, th I think it's safe to say... Hashtag the, food. The, the, <laughs> the hipster uh, cafe culture is alive and strong in Wollongong. Yeah, just music culture as well. Like, Not that I can be a part of it because I have two kids under three, but um, apparently you can go and see a gig every night. Go and catch I know music. Rad Bar's Rad Bar's going off. Yeah. Oh, Rad Bar's Rad going Bar, off every yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our younger listeners. <laughs> and I guess part of the Silicon community as well is... Um, what are they called? The guys who put on that huge music Yours festival. And Yours and Yours and Yours and Yours. Yours and Yours. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're one of the startups in iAccelerate. I did not know so, that. Um, and they're now doing a lot more than like... I went they do record production. To buy some tickets the other day and like, holy crap, they've got gigs like every night of the week somewhere in Wollongong or in Sydney. So they're doing a lot of, um, you know, bringing people out. I saw, you know, the Wombats at... At the innovation campus recently, which is um, pretty cool that you can see that sort of level of band here in the Gong. Yeah, I mean the the innovation campus alone, I think, is going to be a topic of of this podcast for its own sort of thing because what it's 
what it's what it represents, what it is, is is quite interesting, um, especially for Wollongong and and the future of Wollongong. Um, so let me turn it back on you, Jess. What are the forthcoming topics for the Siligong Valley podcast? Well, I'm glad you've asked, Nick. Um, Cholesterol corner <laughs> episode two. Yeah, but then we'll, we'll have an episode on coffee. Um, so it's it's a great question. Um, I've I've planned this episode, um, and I have some ideas in the back of my mind where I want to see this podcast go. Um, but if if anyone's out there listening and and wants to be involved or, or or wants to get some exposure and 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 be involved in the Siligon community community, um, you know, hop on the Slack channel, reach out to us. We're going to start a a podcast channel that will will advertise on the Slack. Um, how about we start a hashtag sponsorship as well, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and yeah, sort of where, where I see this going, I think um, is almost an expose of people that are a part of Siligong Valley so we can learn about each other um, and then, you know, maybe address some topics that are impacting everyone within Wollongong as well. So this, this podcast is sort of, you know, it's, it's for Siligong Valley people, um, but also to get us some exposure to other topics that might interest us. Um, yeah. Sounds good. I'll subscribe to that. Hopefully monthly, but let's not uh, commit to anything too early. I want to hear about Nathan's COBOL programming. Oh, yeah, mechanic. the COBOL yeah, uh, mechanic. Guy. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. I, I guess I should have an outro. What's a, what's a good outro? Like, that's it. Thanks to Sam for bringing his <laughs> No, you're not allowed Sam. to mention Sam. <laughs> We're allowed to credit him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks to Jesse for putting this amazing thing together oh. and being the impetus for like making this happen because no. that's what this is all about is the community coming together. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, yes. Jess. And thanks for tuning in. We'll hopefully have some future episodes for you soon. Can you be a bit more buoyant? We'll have future episodes <laughs> for you soon. I'm trying to dial it down for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to podcasts for three days. People want monotone and calm. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> I can't wait till I get to interview you. This is going to be great. People are going to have to turn down the volume. <laughs> is this where I fade us out slowly? Yeah. Can you do that? We can fade out. <laughs> I think we're done.